Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. Topical analgesics help patients alleviate pain and reduce discomfort. I recommend and use Helix Professional Pain Relief Creams with my patients. Helix has three new creams they've added to their line of topical analgesics. Joining their pain relieving cream is Triactive Therapy Cream, CBD Therapy, and CBD Clinical Creams. My patients have been raving about these creams, and that's why I'm offering you an opportunity to try these in your practice. Email my exclusive promo code MMT2 to helix at helix4, the number 4, pain.com to receive samples of these new professional pain relief creams and find a medical to supply distributor near you. You'll get a starter kit with several samples, patient information brochures, and it's a great way to help patients and grow your practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories podcast. I'm your host, Dr. E with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and our four-month online mentoring program, Modern Rehab Mastery. My co-host, Dr. Randy Rothschild, isn't with me today. We have a special guest, Dr. Ryan Peters. How's it going today, Ryan? It's good, Erson. Uh, thanks for having me on. This is a good opportunity to, um, you know, just learn more and, uh, you know, share some stories. All right. Well, what do you have for us today? Well, first, give a quick intro and then tell your story. Yeah, right on. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'm a, I'm a bit of a mixed breed when it comes to being a physical therapist. Um, you know, I started out of school uh, really sure that neuro and, um, you know, inpatient rehab was my, my kind of end-all, be-all in my career setting. So I, I took a, a good stint in an inpatient rehab facility, worked on a spinal cord injury floor, um, you know, transitioned out of that actually into some nursing home work, uh, fell out of nursing home into some outpatient ortho which just as a break, you know, ortho and sports medicine has kind of always been my, you know, one of my most favorite things to treat. But coming out of school, I was just so, you know, attracted to what's going on with um, stroke and spinal cord injuries that I just, I kind of had to feel it out. So, you know, long story short, once I ended up into ortho, uh, I took a um, brief hiatus from there the uh the industry itself wasn't all what i thought it was and it was leading to a lot of burnt like burnt out feeling um i had transitioned into home care around the time that i was having some children and after three years in home care i decided to start my own business so i own uh, path to movement health and wellness and we work primarily with runners and athletes um who are looking to just get to the root of their their issue but also continue doing what they love for their lifetime so that's kind of now where I'm at now. I've been a year in owning my business, and uh, it's been a, a wild, wondrous journey to get here. Uh, I, I kind of looking back, it seems like I have to go through things so sometimes two to three years to kind of figure out what's what's the right thing for me. So um, feeling very very grounded and anchored into where I should be right now, which is great. Helping people is has always been a a, a big reason why I got into this field. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. We could talk, um, you know, all day about, you know, just some of the things that you see working in the adult population from, 
you know, home care, uh, hospitals and nursing home. And, you know, just kind of how, you know, the, the level of care gets sometimes dwindled down to doing, you know, a lot less than what you were trained for. Yeah, I think that might be interesting for my listeners, most of who come from an MSK or rehab background. What did you take away from working with that adult neuro population that might be applicable to any type of MSK or ortho population? You know, it's, um, you know, I think it has a little bit more to do with, you know, really meeting the person where they are. Right. So like a good, uh, a good example of this would, would have to be like some of the, some of the clients that I see, that and don't just don't have a clear understanding as to why they keep getting injured. You know, like what, what is it that, you know, things keep popping up and they, they blame it on age. They blame it on, um, you know, they're just not as, as young as they were and they can bounce back from things. And uh, one of the things that I, that I really like to do is just to give them an understanding as to what, what do they need to, move their body in a, in the manner that they're looking, looking to do. So, um, you know, for, for some of my runners, for example, <laughs> um, you know, this idea that I can just run and run and run and not do any of the supplementary movement training that allows the body to adapt to all that load and compat all that, all that stuff that's put on the body. Um, you know, sometimes it's just breaking that down and giving them education so that they have a little better clarity on how they can do this for the long term. Yeah, I think one of the biggest misconceptions with runners, they may not know or they may or may not know that running is good for them, but they have the least amount of variability of any sport. Right, right. Yeah, right. It's like we take, um, yeah, like youth, youth sports is a, great, is a great thing, right? We see a lot of kids in their... 10, 11, 12s of being, you know, only doing baseball three, three seasons out of the year, just constantly. And um, they get no variety, right? So um, now put that into a 55-year-old person who picked up running uh, 10 years ago and has gotten kind of competitive in the marathon distance. And now they're trying to understand, you know, why, why isn't the things that they were doing before working um, but they realize they're, you know, getting a little bit older and not as agile. So, you know, you can't, you can't create that, that lack of movement with just more running or changing your, your speed, your pace runs, your um, tweaking the, the parameters of the run. There needs to be some education and I uh, like, uh, you know, some emphasis on how you move your body. The other 16 hours of the day <laughs> so right. it's not only about the run right right um yeah and i mean you never know when your last run is right you never you never know when you're when it's going to be your last run your last training um your last time in the gym and i think what i was trying to go with this is just kind of bringing this uh you know back to holistically just being present with that and being you know, okay with the fact that you're just here right now, you may be dealing with an injury, but at least 
at least you're learning to appreciate what you're physically capable of and, and not spending so much future self um, and emphasis on what, what are you going to do when the competition comes and how are you going to be ready for that? Um, and, and learning to just be more present with what you can do right now and how can you tune in a little bit better to that awareness so you can create more sustainable movement practices. Mm. What do you think are two or three things that you took away from working with the neuropopulations that you're able to apply to your current practice? Yeah, um, I, I think the biggest thing is mindset, right? Uh, working with people who've suffered a pretty debilitating injury is, I mean, you can see it on their face. You know, you go in and you want to try to talk about, oh, give me, you know, three sets of whatever on this particular exercise. And they're just looking at you with this gaze like, man, you got to be joking. <laughs> like, I just suffered, a, you know, a, a really really bad injury. I uh, can hardly walk. And you're there to try to motivate them to say like, well, hey, if you do this exercise, this is what's going to help you get up and get back to going home. And, you know, you can lay out all those things and all those processes to get them there. But you got to kind of meet them right then and there, right then and there when they're sitting there and they're just, they're just upset. They're, they're going through those questions, those, that those why me, the, uh, Oh, how, how did this happen to me kind of thing. So they get stuck in the past or they get too stuck in the future. And sometimes you just have to literally be like, hey, all we have is right now. What do you want to do about it? Right. So it's like layering in just those those questions to let them kind of understand like, hey, I, I can't change much about what happened. Um, I can see where I want to be, even though it's a, it seems like a long ways away. And, and we have some conversations in that moment to just see, okay, what can we do right now that puts you one step closer to that goal? And I let them come up with that, you know, like uh, <laughs> it's nice to have a plan going into your sessions with your clients about what functional outcome goal you're going to work on. But when they come in that door, you don't know what they've experienced over the last X amount of hours or days or weeks since you last saw them. So giving them some, you know, accountability and, and uh, I should say ability to choose what it is they really want to work on. Cause that's always changing. It's like, you're always hitting this moving target, you know, and we, we, I think as physical therapists do a great job of, outlining all the steps that need to happen to get to this long-term goal. But that target's going to move around a bit. And even if you, and I, I, another thing too, is even if you hit that long-term goal, well, then it's like, okay, well, well now what? Well, what are we going to do next? Right. Cause we're always, I, I like to think most people in general are, are looking to adapt and change and grow. Right. We, we stay stagnant. We feel, you know, less than what we can be. We're not happy with that. We want to continue to grow. So finding that, that trajectory to hit those points right there in the present, um, I think is the biggest thing. And that, that ties back to really mindset. Mm -hmm, for sure. I think a lot of people, myself included, dwell on the past or look too much to the future, especially when they're injured. Um, so thanks for the tips. Where can people find you on social media or online, Ryan? 
Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. It's just Path to Movement. That's P-A-T-H-T-O Movement, M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T. All right. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Ryan. Cool. I love, thanks for having me. It's really nice to uh, get to share a little bit of just how I do things and what I see. No problem. You have a great day. Remember, if you guys have any interesting physio failures, hilarious PT stories, or interesting cases, come on to Untold Physio Stories podcast and be sure to share your story. Also, rate our podcast five stars and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Untold Physio Stories is now sponsored by My PT Insurance. Insurance just got easier. Through continued research, MyPT Insurance has crafted a policy that is economical and provides you with the peace of mind you need. Your extensive education, training, and experience as a PT allows you to assist clients in achieving their personal health goals. By practicing without individual professional liability insurance, you could be placing your career and future finances at risk. Whether you're a student, self-employed, or employed with a company, MyPT Insurance is here to provide affordable insurance coverage while protecting you and your patients. My PT Insurance's plan also includes mobile coverage, which means it follows you wherever you work in the United States. Employed rates and self-employed rates are available. Visit myptinsurance.com edge to sign up today. If you've had dreams of starting your own side hustle, make sure to check out Curve Health Online. They have an iPad, iPhone, and Android app, and they only take home 7% of whatever it is you charge. Otherwise, it's free for their all-in-one computer vision exercise library, HIPAA-compliant messaging system, and telehealth platform. Again, check it out at modmt.com slash curve, C-U-R-V, and make sure to tell them Dr. E sent you.